Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hello everyone, how are you doing? I'm sorry for my absence. I've actually had the flu. I've been in bed for like five days. Had a fever and bad body aches and sore throat and stuff. Kept testing negative for COVID, but yeah, I think I've just been doing a classic Nicole of burning the candle at both ends like I do sometimes and with the like changing seasons and it getting colder and stuff. I think literally everyone I know at the moment is sick. Thankfully I had my herbs and was able to rest. So this episode this week is about chickweed. It's another chapter from the Prisoner's Herbal book and when I was visiting Ryan Dwyer who's a prisoner from the Kill the Bill riot in Bristol last year. Um, He's doing a four and a half year sentence. He's an absolute dreamboat babe. We get on so well, like friendship wise and politically. He's so kind. Um, But when I was visiting him in HMP Rochester, which is a very strange prison for me because I went there when I was like 17 17 years old to visit a ex-boyfriend when he was in the Young Offenders. So (laughs) it was like, oh my God, am I still doing this? Is this still my life? But it was a really nice visit. And when I was outside, I saw some chickweed growing through the cracks outside the prison. And I was like, you babe. Um, so I took a picture. But yeah, I mean, everyone looks at me like, why the hell are you like taking photos of the curb? But um, I thought it looked super cute. So yeah, this episode's all about chickweed. As for me, other than being sick, um, I had an amazing uh, day in Birmingham doing a workshop about herbalism and sort of traumatic stress in the nervous system with a group of women from um, the Minerva Community Garden. And it was just, yeah, it was just amazing. We got to talk about just different things about the nervous system, giving that stuff a bit of language, looking at the effects of like sort of chronic stress on our bodies and like how herbs can help shape that in terms of like responding to inflammation or supporting us to move into more sort of parasympathetic nervous system states and so many other things but um they were yeah a really awesome group and um yeah it was like a real pleasure to be there and it was nice because it was paid so that was amazing um and I got to see some amazing friends in Birmingham who I hadn't seen for a long time and then yeah came back and had prison visit with my best friend Sam I also saw her yesterday so that was really amazing I've been working really hard on an online course about herbalism and PTSD and traumatic stress. I'm not going to talk about it loads because I'm going to do like a proper, you know, promotion thing about it when it's ready. But it's going to be kind of like an offering, something that I've always wanted to give to people that I support one-to-one or, you know, prisoner families. Like, I think we take it for granted on Instagram or whatever that everyone has this, like, language and understanding the nervous system and all this, like, geeky polyvagal stuff. But actually, like, most people, like, don't have a fucking clue about that stuff. Like, you know, I had no idea about that stuff before I got chronically sick a few years ago. And, you know, when I was, like, in acute PTSD land, like, I didn't have that language of understanding, like oh, this is me in this kind of state and this is me in this state and this is what moves me to this state. Like, it just wasn't there. And unless we have that kind of language and those tools, it's, like, quite difficult to understand, like, the millions of different options with plants and how they can support you, you know, because you might take one herb and it calms you down, but actually it has, like, a hypnotic feeling and that makes you feel incredibly unsafe because you feel kind of, like, dissociated and knocked out or drugged or whatever. So it's, like... 
yeah, I think it's quite complicated and I wanted to just do like a quick little workshop, you know, like I'm super broke after like Taylor dying and like not being able to like open my like proper clinic and all these things. Um, so I was like, right, I'll just, you know, I'll try and do like a quick online workshop and share it and it will just give me a little boost to keep me going and then I'll do a proper thing. But, you know, as I've been making it, I've just you just can't take shortcuts, right? Like you, you know, even just to explain like the properties of a plant is like involves quite a lot of like foundational knowledge of, you know, what do we mean by cooling or what does this constituent do? Or what is a tincture? Like there's so much stuff there. So anyway, I've, it's kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger as an offering. And I'm using like um, a kind of other workshop that I did with a kind of anarchist network um, about like radical responses to traumatic stress so it's not just about the individual it's also about how we organize like how we fight to kind of abolish things that have traumatized us like prisons for example um, how can we do things like resting or releasing tension like in collective spaces like you know just like all the things like recognizing all the like systemic factors that drive traumatic stress or create these nervous systems and recognizing that like PTSD is like a real like western concept like lots of people like are actually not in places of safety and they're not in a kind of post stage if that makes sense so anyway I've blathered about it but I think it is gonna be really great and I'm actually yeah it's feeling very healing making it and yeah very I don't know I think I'm hoping people will like receive it and I think the workshop at the community garden like validated to me that like it's really needed like you know everyone has this like imposter syndrome stuff right of I'm not good enough I don't know enough I haven't been practicing long enough blah 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 blah. but it's like yeah you do you know you can know a lot and you can be very experienced in different things with your own body with friends and family with patients or clients or you know whatever language we use for people that we support um and I've definitely supported all sorts of people in like very traumatic difficult situations and um yeah I probably still make a lot of mistakes um but I would like to think that you know there's like some level of toolkit at the moment that I can can offer with people so I really wanted to have it launched by now but it's just not ready so I'm hoping maybe in the new year um let me know if you're interested I can add you to the waiting list um you can also sign up to my newsletter where I'll like definitely announce it it might be that I kind of like launch it as like a closed group thing or just like a small group of people to get their feedback so yeah let me know if you would be keen so sadly we had to postpone the interview because of me having the flu but I will I will try and interview them soon but my close friends have launched this absolutely beautiful and amazing um little book it's kind of like a coloring zine called queer plants brackets and friends um and it's by my friends Kess Ottolifa and uh, Anya van Geert and they are an amazing duo they made the queer animals coloring zine maybe you've seen it on my website it's just such like a gorgeous delicious offering yeah it's such a gorgeous scene I'm just going to read um the back cover asexual dandelions sex changing willows boundary smashing lichens and a fungus with over 20,000 sexes kind of this colouring book celebrates the diversity of plants, fungi, coral and lichens and the beautiful queerness that exists even in the places we least expect. Following on from Queer Animals Colouring Zine, this entertaining and educational resource created by ecologist Kes Ottolifa and richly illustrated by botanist Anya van Geert 
is a call for us to pay more attention to the beautiful beings that's around us. And these two cuties, they've done it as a fundraiser for the Solidarity Apothecary. So um, one pound from each scene goes goes to the Solidarity Apothecary. And last year they raised like 850 quid, which was just like fucking amazing. And just, yeah, it enables like so much medicine making for people experiencing state violence. So yeah, it's like super kind of them. And yeah, it's <laughs> I'm really sad to not release interview this week but um yeah it's really gorgeous there's amazing things to color in there's like um text about different plants and trees and mushrooms and how they you know they change sex or they're bisexual or you know just just really validating the fact that like the world is not straight the world is not binary like queerness exists everywhere in the animal kingdom in the plant kingdom you know every man and his dog left right and center is changing sex like it is natural and it's part of our world and that is beautiful and incredible um yeah so you can i'll put links to both to the where you can order the zine in the show notes yeah i also want to say that kes otter is like the most amazing writer she writes like trans speculative fiction published i think three books but i could be wrong now that are just like beautiful adventures and novels with like trans women in the centre as the kind of protagonist and tales of resistance and ecology and herbalism. And yeah, it's just like such beautiful books. She's also got a podcast um, called Margins and Memorations. And there's interviews with different people about queer ecology, trans herbalism, community healing, loads of amazing things. So I will put a link to that in the show notes. Please check it out. Um, and Anya does like incredible breathwork sessions, um, supporting people yeah, as like, again, like a nervous system tool for kind of healing and, you know, surviving in this world. So um, yeah, I'll put, I'll put both their websites in the show notes. Again, very long. So the other thing is I have created like a way that people can give testimonials on my books. So if you have read Overcoming Burnout or The Prisoner's Herbal or you've used the colouring book or you've done my glycerin course, I would love it if you could just spend like two minutes like writing a little testimonial for my website just like a little bit about like, you know, what what impact the book's had on you, like how you find it, any kind of key learnings from it, how you've used it in your life. That would really, really help me. Like, you know, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like an NGO or an organization. Like I am just like a single person, if that makes sense. And um, I'm trying really hard to like build a livelihood from this stuff and trying to sell books so that we can get more books to prisoners and trying to, you know, spend my time doing like work with the clinic in Calais and in Poland. And yeah, it's a lot. And I would just really value people's support. So if you can fill that in, that would be amazing. Anyway, on to the gorgeous chickweed.
And the final thing is I'm not actually going to be at home the next three weeks. So (laughs) today and tomorrow is the last chance to order anything of me before Christmas. Um, Sorry for the short notice. I wanted to like, you know, share this last week, but I was sick. Um, So yeah, if you want to order a book, I can post it out tomorrow or Wednesday morning. But other than that, I'm not going to be back till the end of the month. So I am shooting myself in the foot, like missing the whole Christmas season thing. But um, yeah, I also will be sharing what I'm doing like in the next episode, hopefully. Um, So yeah, anyway, on with the show. And this is all about the amazing chickweed. The gorgeous chickweed. Okay, so Latin name, Stellaria media. Plant family is Carophyllaceae the carnation family. Identification. Small white star-like flowers that have five petals. A single line of hairs on the stems. Low growing, clump forming from 10 to 40 centimetres. The herb blooms from March until November. However, in our changing climate, I have found it in flower in early January. Other species. There are lots of similar chickweeds and stitchworts. Mouse ears have similar flowers and petals but are hairy all over. Folk names in English. Starweed, Fliod uh, in Irish, sorry if I've mispronounced that. Cosmopolitan weed, Chickwittles, Cluck and Wart, Chickney weed, Tongue grass, Winter weed, Satin flower, White bird's eye, Adder's mouth, Stitchwort, and Shirt buttons. Stella means star in Latin, as seen in the gorgeous tiny star shaped flowers this plant has. Chemical constituents. Minerals including silica, vitamin C, A, B, mucilage, saponins and fatty acids. Food and nutrition. Chickweed was once sold as a vegetable on the streets of London. It is delicious raw and in salads but can also be added to dishes like tabbouleh, soups, pestos and curries. Chickweed can be very high in aluminium, iron, magnesium, manganese, silicon and zinc. It is also high in calcium, cobalt, phosphorus, potassium, protein, sodium and vitamin A. I commonly make chickweed vinegar as vinegar is a great way to extract minerals. Ecological role. Chickweed is an annual plant. Ben Avaris references chickweed as being found mainly on nutrient-rich soils in disturbed places, waste ground, roadsides, field margins, gardens, stony seashores and seabird cliffs. In my experience, chickweed mostly grows on bare soils, where the soil is likely contaminated or low-nutrient Chickweed will be sparse and small. When it's in a garden bed with a, ri- with a soil rich in organic matter, chickweed will grow across like a carpet and be incredibly happy, spreading wider and wider. Folklore. In Hatfield's Herbal, chickweed is described as a weather forecaster. When its flowers and leaves open fully, good weather can be expected. If it should shut up, the traveller is to put on his great coat. Apparently, even the seed capsules close up tightly in wet weather. Cultivation. I have never grown chickweed from seed as it always springs up everywhere. If you want to introduce it then it is best directly sowing by seed into the soil ideally with some compost. Once you have it it will self-sow. Energetics. Temperature cool, moisture moist, tissue states, dry atrophy and damp stagnation. Taste. Chickweed tastes very grassy. It is quite sweet and moist with a very gentle bitterness. Herbal actions. Alterative anti-inflammatory, antipruritic, antiseptic, astringent, carminative, demulcent, testuant, diuretic, emollient, expectorant, febrifuge, hepatic, laxative, 
mucolytic, nutritive, pectoral, refrigerant and vulnerary. Health challenges supported by chickweed. Skin complaints. Externally, chickweed has been used to soothe itches, bites, stings, inflammations, burns, swelling, sunburn, bruises and splinters. It can be made into a skin lotion or infused oil for itching and inflamed skin, as well as being made into a poultice. Chickweed has a cooling and drawing action. When made into a poultice, chickweed can be used for its drawing function on boils and abscesses. Be sure to replace every few hours. Chickweed can be added to baths and soaks and soaks if the area of inflamed skin is extensive. Herbalist Mark Patterson describes how externally the saponins help solubilise toxins in abscesses and rashes and helps increase the effectiveness of bactericides by increasing the permeability of the cell walls. In their incredible overview of medicinal plant records in Britain and Ireland, David E. Allen and Gabrielle Hatfield describe the many uses of chickweed referenced in historical documents. By far the commonest of those is in the form of a mat, as a hot and relaxing poultice to reduce swellings, including those of sprains and mumps and other forms of inflammation. Most records share similar uses of chickweed for for the skin and inflammation. However, it is described as a significant remedy for insomnia in the Scottish Highlands. Irritated and hot conditions. Chickweed's primary cooling and anti-itch actions can be used for absolutely any hot, irritated, itchy conditions. This includes thrush, hemorrhoids, rashes and eczema. It can also be a very cooling plant for hot and fiery people in general who need to cool and channel their fire. For inflamed eyes. Chickweed is an ally for eye inflammation, including itchiness. As a cleanser and restorer. Chickweed can also support inflammatory conditions internally. Herbalist Julie Bruton Seal and Matthew Seal say that saponins work at a cellular level to increase absorption and permeability. What this means is that inflamed organ membranes, as in the liver, kidney and lungs, are helped by saponins to absorb healing nutrients, as well as allowing their wastes and blockages to be more easily removed. They continue to say that chickweed works well on hot inflammatory conditions and problems like gastritis, colitis, congested chest, blocked kidneys and gallbladder and piles. They say it has an affinity for the lungs, for sore throats, bronchitis, asthma, irritable dry coughs and other respiratory conditions. According to herbalist Zoe Hawes, chickweed can also be dried and made into infusions for rheumatic conditions. An old wives' tale is that chickweed can be used as an ally to lose weight, which some herbalists attribute to how it stimulates the metabolism and the breakdown of fat. Cysts. Chickweed can also be made into a fresh herb tincture. Chickweed tincture, when used for extended periods, can dissolve cysts, especially ovarian cysts. I mean, yeah, bit of caution with that. Like I said, like the first section is all about like diverse kind of uses of chickweed through history. But for something like a cyst, you'd really want to be working with like a clinical herbalist um, and having regular checkups and scans and things. Um, But yeah, the kind of like chickweed in prison section is the more like DIY section, if that makes sense, of things you can do yourself. Okay, cautions. Zoe Hawes says, do not take chickweed if you have Bleeding of the stomach or intestines as chickweed may aggravate this condition. An extreme or excessive intake can cause vomiting or diarrhoea, which I've never heard of, but you never know, right? Better be on the safe side. Combines well with a really nice salve for eczema, skin rashes and psoriasis can be made with chickweed, chamomile and plantain. Chickweed also combines well with nettle and meadowsweet for rheumatic diseases. (sighs) How to practically use chickweed in prison. Where you might find chickweed. Chickweed is going to be growing on the soil rather than in a path or in a crack in the wall. 
You might find it living under other plants. It's very low growing. It will like to be on bare soil rather than in grass. Nutrition. Add chickweed to your food, whether it's raw in salads or sandwiches or thrown in when you are eating curries or stews or whatever gloop you are served up. I remember being given a single bread roll with a packet of Marmite, which I hate. Like, I really fucking hate Marmite. Sorry to swear, but it's just so gross. Anyway, um, for dinner over the weekends in prison when we have had early bang up. It's like when you're locked in. So it would be a good time to whip out the greens I had saved from the prison garden and eat them with bread. Now I realise I'm actually quite severely gluten intolerant. Um, Anyway, uh, make a vinegar. In some prisons, malt vinegar is available to buy in the canteen. Vinegar has an amazing ability to extract minerals from plants. See guidelines for how to make a herbal vinegar in the medicine making section. You'll be left with vinegar that is full of minerals which you can use on food or add a splash of it to hot water. Boils and abscesses. Generally on the outside, ointments would be made up of chickweed for skin conditions. However, in prison you can make fresh fresh poultices and apply it to boils and abscesses. Rashes and skin complaints like sunburn or eczema. You can add chickweed to your bath and or make a strong infusion of chickweed and then add it to your bath. If a bath is not possible, you can also place it on wherever it is affected with a compress. Soak some material in the infusion and place it over the area. The juice pulp can also be applied to any area of the skin to soothe irritation. Sprains. Soak a compress in a strong chickweed infusion and wrap around the sprain. Itchy or inflamed eyes. Mash up the fresh plant and apply the juicy pulp to a closed eye. After 10 to 20 minutes or when the poultice becomes warm, Remove the poultice and, pl- and apply a fresh poultice of chickweed. For best results, this can be re- repeated multiple times and over the course of several days. Joint pain and rheumatism. Drink chickweed tea internally. Chest infections, sore throats and dry coughs. Drink a strong chickweed tea. You can also use the tea as a mouthwash to swish and spit. Thanks so much for listening to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.